Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're going to continue an examination of what the Scripture says about uh, worrying and fretting and things like that, and the very fact that the Lord will deliver us. That's what we've been looking at of late. (laughs) That the Lord, even in the midst of the most trying of times, will deliver us. And so I want to go to the 69th Psalm today. We've looked at the 7th Psalm. We've looked at the 22nd Psalm. And there's some parallels between the 22nd Psalm and the 69th Psalm in the things that the psalmist is crying out to the Lord for. He actually mentions later on in the psalm, he'll say something about the Lord delivering him. But from the very beginning, first verse, he's crying out in the 69th Psalm for God to save me. Okay, so that's deliverance, right? So let's look at these first few verses of Psalm 69. And it says this, To the choir master, according to... Lilies, L-I-L-I-E-S, hmm. lilies of David. And so I think this, again, the idea <coughs> that David is writing this psalm and it says, according to the lilies of David, uh, that there's a tune right here he has in mind. He might have written that tune. That may be what he's talking about here. But he gave the choir master instruction with what to do with these things. So here's what he says in verse 1. He starts off this psalm, this song, by saying, Save me, O God, for the waters have come up to my neck. In other words, the waters are threatening my life. Verse 2, I sink in deep mire where there is no foothold. I have come into deep waters, and the flood sweeps over me. As we've seen many times before, David is crying out because something is going on here, and he's saying, God, I need you. I'm literally in deep mire. Literally, the waters are overwhelming me. The flood sweeps over me. Verse 3, I am weary with my crying out. My throat is parched. My eyes grow dim with waiting for my God. So we see that David has no problem with uh, speaking to the Lord and saying, God, I'm waiting for you to do something right here. I'm crying out to you. I'm reaching out to you, Lord. But my eyes are growing weary here. My throat is parched. Okay, my throat is dry from crying out to you. I am literally cried out. I am weary with my crying out. And he's saying, God, I'm waiting on you. Verse 4, more in number than the hairs of my head are those who hate me. Without cause, mighty are those who would destroy me, those who attack me with lies so we see some things that he's facing right here and it's really nothing that none of us have not faced in our lives at some time right there are people who are lying about him and he says they're mighty in other words they have power they have influence they're in position and you see what they're seeking to do they're seeking to destroy him why because they hate him look at the verse again this is verse 4 of psalm 69 More in number than the hairs of my head. (laughs) Uh, Perhaps a little hyperbole there, but who knows? You know, he didn't really know how many were the numbers of the hairs of his head. He's just saying there's a bunch of people after me. 
are those who hate me without cause. It's one thing to be hated with cause and for cause, but he's saying, no, they hate me without cause. And they're mighty, and they seek to destroy me, and they attack me with lies. And then he says this at the end of this fourth verse. He asked a question. What I did not steal must I now restore? So you get a little bit of an idea of perhaps what the accusations are. They're accusing him of stealing things. They're accusing him of doing certain things which he had not done. Now must he restore things? Must he seek uh, reparations, which is the big buzzword of the day, is it not? Same principle applies right here. Verse 5, he says, Oh God, you know my folly. The wrongs I've done are not hidden from you. <laughs> so he's, David's saying, God, you know, I've, I've done stupid things. You know, I've done folly. Nothing is hidden from you. None of the wrongs are hidden from you. So God, you know what the truth is. You know I haven't done this. Verse 6, let not those who hope in you be put to shame through me, O Lord of hosts. Let not those who seek you be brought to dishonor through me, O God of Israel. Boy, what a heartbreaking thing. He's saying, God, you know the dumb things I've done. You know the folly I've done. They're not hidden from you. And he's saying, those who hope in you, let not those who hope in you be put to shame through me. Let uh, them not be distracted from their hope. Let them not be put to shame because of the stupid things I've done. Because we we put our hope in you, but here I am. I've done something stupid. Let those who seek you be uh, let not those who seek you be brought to dishonor through me. So he's worried about those who sought the Lord in the same way that he did, and yet now he's done something foolish. Yes, he's done some folly. He said. And he said, Lord, I don't want them to be dishonored. I don't want them to be brought to shame because of what I have done. Now, last couple of verses for today. Verse 7, listen to this. For it is for your sake that I have borne reproach, that dishonor has covered my face. Hmm. It's for your sake that I have borne reproach, that dishonor, has covered my face. Is he speaking that to the Lord? Is he saying it to himself, what the people are saying? Verse 80 says, I have become a stranger to my brothers and an alien to my mother's sons. That your in Psalm 69, 7 right there, uh, it is not capitalized. Okay? And you say, well, why would that matter? if it was capitalized or not. Well, that would give us a hint that he was actually speaking uh, to the Most High God himself. Right? Well, let me check an, another couple of translations right here. Ooh, that was the ESV I was reading from. For it is for your sake that I have borne approaches, not capitalized. Over in the New American Standard, it is capitalized. Because for your sake I have borne reproach, this honor has covered my face. Let me look at the King James. Because for thy sake I have borne reproach. Shame hath covered my face. So the idea is that they were attacking him because of his faith, his belief. We saw that in Psalm 22, right? <coughs> they even mocking and jeering at him because of it. He's acknowledging before God, God, I've done things that are folly. I've done stupid things. And you know what? 
they are attacking me. They're attacking me because of my faith and my belief in you. And they're attacking me because of my inconsistency, because of my folly. God, you know these things right here. But let not people who believe in you be shamed. Let them not be dishonored. Lord, I'm bearing this reproach for your sake. I'm bearing this honor, this dishonor for your sake right here. And then he says, I've become a stranger to my brothers and an alien to my mother's son. And we know there was tremendous family strife in David's family and the things that were occurring at that time. Psalm 69, stuff very familiar to us because it's the type of things that we face day in and day out. Again, I'm Dale. I'll see you in the next episode. We'll continue. Goodbye.